All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode two of In the Cheap Seats. I'm Travis. I'm here with Cole. And uh, this week, guys, we got a special uh, color commentator, if you will. This is our buddy Grayson. Uh, Grayson comes to us from uh, uh, being a fan of wrestling years past. But uh, we want to get his take. Grayson's a fun guy. And ultimately, this drafts, this this uh, this whole show is about sitting and having a good time and shooting the shit about wrestling. So that's what we're going to do this week. Uh, Cole and I got some fun topics for uh, for this week. And Grayson's going to give his two cents, too. But uh, we got a big event tomorrow, dude. So yes, we, we got to get ready for Backlash. Absolutely. Um, I think the best way to get into the whole thing is just... Uh... I think we start with the draft just because that's what's happened most recently. Go over the rosters that uh oh yeah that have been set that take effect after backlash. Come start Monday night raw right after backlash. These uh these uh draft results take effect. So we'll just we'll just run through them real fast, just for those who don't know it. Um so for Raw, uh their first round pick was Cody Rhodes. I think Duh. we all expected that. So no big surprise there. Um Becky Lynch, round two. Imperium, which consists of Gunther, uh, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. They're on Raw as well. MVPs. Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, Indy Hartwell, Apollo Crews, Candice LeRae, Sonia Deville, Chelsea Green, Dexter Loomis, J.D. McDonough. One of my favorites, by the way. Keep an eye out on that guy. Uh, Maximum Male Models, which consists of Masse, Mansoir, and Maxine Dupree. Still uh, waiting for my invite on that one, but you know, I know we'll get there. Digress. Uh, Natalia, the Viking Raiders, Eric Ivar and Valhalla, uh, Zoe Stark, Rhea Ripley, good one, Seth Rollins, KO, yeah. <laughs> Sami Zayn, the Judgment Day, which is Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio. This is a big old roster. Uh, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, the New Day. Everyone knows who's in the New Day. Uh, Trish Stratus, which is weird that she's on an active roster. I thought she was just on a, like a weird little comeback push, but she's on Raw. Dude, she's killing it though. Like a little bit of a sidebar, but she's like she can still hang. I dig it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Bronson Reed, Alpha Academy, which is Chad Gable and Otis, Katana Chance, Caden Carter, Akira Tozawa, Dana Brooke, Emma, Indus Sure, which uh, is Jinder Mahal's group. They've been in NXT for a while. It's Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Sangha, I think is how it's pronounced, but I could be completely wrong. Um, Johnny Gargano, Los Lotharios, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones, Piper Niven, Riddick Moss, who was formerly known was as Madcap Moss. Madcap, yeah. Yep, we just figured that out. Um, Tegan Research. Knox and Zia Lee. That is the raw roster. It's a it's a big one. That's a big one. Um, SmackDowns is a little bit smaller, but in my opinion, it's it's a little it's little it's heavy. better. It's yeah. I mean, it makes sense. SmackDown is the A show now being on Fox. You know, right. they're gonna they're gonna be a little more stacked. I mean, you can tell which show they're really is really gonna get the push by yeah. where Roman's going. Right. And do Roman's you wanna, on SmackDown. Do you wanna list off SmackDown trap? <laughs> on the off chance I have a goof like last week where I goofed a name. I'm gonna let you run through the rest of the <laughs> roster for us because <laughs> okay. you nailed the raw one. I like that. So. Okay. All right, so SmackDown, we have the Bloodline, but the Bloodline technically now does not consist of Jimmy and Jey Uso. They are no longer in the Bloodline. Um, so the Bloodline is Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman. Uh, Bianca Belair, which is crazy that she's on SmackDown now, but digress. The Street Profits, everyone knows Street Profits. is mm -hmm. one of our faves. Oh. Edge, Bobby Lashley, the OC, which is AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mia Yim. Damage Control, Bailey, Eosky, and Dakota Kai. 
Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, those are the tag, the women's tag champs from NXT. Um, Hit Row, which is Top Dalla, Ashante the Adonis, and B-Fab, Lacey Evans, Austin Theory, Charlotte Flair, the Usos are also on SmackDown, just not in the bloodline. Um, the LWO, which is Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Zelina Vega, Joaquin Wilde, and Cruz del Toro. Asuka, the Brawling Brutes, everyone knows the Brawling Brutes, Karrion Cross and Scarlet, LA Knight, yeah, uh, Shotzi, Pretty Deadly, Rick Boogs, Cameron Grimes, Tamina, and Grayson Waller. So that is the SmackDown roster. Nailed it, Cole. So Interesting I've... addition, though. Sorry to interject. Free agents. I did have a list of free agents. Baron oh. Corbin, Brock Lesnar, and I can pronounce all these. Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> Mustafa Ali, Omos, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, Elias, Von Wagner, and Zion Quinn. Not that those last ones matter, but Brock Lesnar, Dolph Ziggler, off roster. Wow. The hurt, the hurt business minus Bobby. Just saying. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're right. It's just, uh, it's it, Ziggler is one of those guys where Grayson, you can, uh, I'm sure you remember from your days of watching Ziggler a little bit, but that's just like an underappreciated guy that, and you know, he always goes, it always goes back to that, that cash in moment from yeah. uh, Raw after Mania where he cashed in on Del Rio. And oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, that was so sick. There was so much momentum for Ziggler too. That That's such a tangent and a sidebar. I just oh. love Dolph Ziggler. It's, it's, I mean, it's, well, I, I always called him show muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just here for the show. Like that's yeah. it. He played zero factor until all of a sudden they just like, here you go. There yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> the dude got a pop though, man. He could work it. Yeah. I yeah. It. Like I was telling Travis, I was just watching the 2018 Royal Rumble today and uh, Dolph came in at number 30. And I mean, typically yeah. they, they leave number 30 for the, the big bad guy that's going to come in and wreck everything. And yeah, kind of bummed me out rewatching it because he comes in and he does a couple zigzags and then he's gone in like a minute and a half. And I'm like, man, they yeah. really don't, they really don't use this they, guy. And never pushed Ziggler right, man. Never, ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. Like, I feel like Ziggler could have been, you know, pretty solid there for a while. I felt like he was like his work when he was, you know, being a heel when he had uh Biggie coming up with him and they had AJ Lee back right in that on. day. Like, I felt like he was getting some pretty good heel heat, you know, like he put yeah. some, put some momentum behind the guy. I feel like he could have carried you for a bit. But, but... see, like, if you remember on it though, like that's what they tried to do, but it very quickly shifted to like Big E stole all of that. Like if you remember watching that as as a, just a viewer, like it was supposed to be Dolph. I think they tried it, but then it just became Big E was the bad guy, and that's what propelled him, you know. And so it really wasn't like Dolph just never caught his own traction, right? Yeah, Big um, E definitely got some. He he definitely got some good good push there. Three big names that we didn't notice in any of this draft stuff as well. Um, Bray Wyatt, who mm-hmm. has been injured for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexa Bliss was also not oh, drafted yeah. to the roster. And uh, Logan Paul. But given Logan Paul at this point is kind of just like a... He's a part-timer. He's a, he's a pay-per-view guy. He's a pay-per-view part-timer. So. Yeah. Can we talk about the talent, though? Like Insane. Yeah, Incredible. he's so good. My God. <laughs> yeah, he's killed it. Yeah, Grayson, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the WrestleMania match he had with Seth Rollins? Or I did. Uh, I mean, Rumble? I was I was so surprised by just, I mean, everything. I mean, from the basics to the extracurriculars. I mean, yeah. he was just solid. Yeah, uh, one of my big things too is like, do I care about this character? That's like the thing I always come back to with Colin right. on this show is, do I care about what they're doing, whether I like it or hate it? Do I care about it? And 
everyone seems to care about Logan Paul. It's 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 very easy. It seems for him to get a reaction. He just he oh, gets yeah. some sort of visceral reaction one way or another from people, and I mean that there's money in that dude. So probably going to see it, a lot of that guy going forward. I would imagine. Well, he's, well, well. I mean, he gets that because he's genuine, right? You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, him. So. You yeah. know, and he plays him if he was to be a wrestler in WWE instead of being someone he's not. Like he's a hundred percent him. And whether you hate the Pauls or not, he's playing off of that. And it's beautiful. 100%, he does yeah. it really well. He's yeah, embracing he's, the heel. He's embracing yeah. the heel yeah. really, really well. Yeah, he's definitely a showman. Right. What do we got next on the docket, Travo? Oh, man. Well, we wanted to go through draft. Accomplished. Uh, we talked about uh, talked about the rosters here. Get a little bit off of that, but uh, you know, let's let's move those. Those are going to take into effect after backlash. So backlash is the new thing we got going on. So you know, what do we got building up into the event tomorrow? Because uh, as of as of showtime here for us, uh, SmackDown's done. Raw's been done. Yep. Uh, one thing I want to talk about with the show coming up tomorrow is um, Dominic's role in what he's doing in the show. So initially it had a plan where the Mysterios were going to be teaming up with Bunny and Priest. Right. Well, you know, respectfully, one of each. And um, I thought it was pretty cool. I read that uh, actually they they nixed that idea. WWE and Bad Bunny got together. They nixed that idea because they believed in Bad Bunny being able to have a good singles bout with Priest. Right. Right. Super dope. And good on Bad Bunny for being a guy who's a celeb, could go out and do what he wants. But clearly that guy loves the product. Yeah. He enjoys it and respects it. Uh, from what I've read, anyway, he's gotten you know kudos backstage for it. But um, back to Dominic, yeah. dude, like watching him in the show tonight in Puerto Rico, yeah, nuclear on Raw, nuclear white hot heat. Yeah, people hate Dominic. I love yeah. it, and I, I love it. It took a. I mean, watching him come into this role it, it definitely took him a while because when he first started like trying yeah. to cut promos you could tell mm-hmm. i mean he almost kind of wanted to be liked just because he grew up with his dad who's i don't think ray's ever had a heel run that i've ever seen i don't think so yeah. <laughs> so i mean that's what he's used to but now that he's finally come into it and realized hey people hate me let's let's play into that i think it's yeah. it's it's turning into must-see tv with dominic Oh yeah, and I great. I love the uh, I love you know the whole dynamic between him and uh, Ray Ripley, and just yeah. playing off of it. She gave some line of like "Mommy's always on top" or something <laughs> like that, and you just see him go, like <laughs> <laughs> he's like so into it, you know. So yeah, the kid's definitely coming to his own. But I I like to see that he's getting the reactions. He's not you know just riding necessarily off of Ray's coattails. He's kind of making a a whole thing for himself as a big heel. Right. So uh, so that's pretty cool. Well. Well, let me ask you a question as someone who's more in on the newer stuff. Uh, what I've seen recently, I mean, what what do you think about the quality of the promos themselves? Because I feel like, you know, from what I've seen uh, overall, they've kind of dropped a little bit in terms of, you know, theatrics, intensity, different things. Like, what do you guys think, uh, you know, as we said, compared from old to new in those promos? You're talking about like everyone in general? Sure. Yeah, yeah, as a whole. I think if you want to go first, Travis, you can, or I can, or I can oh, jump go in. for it. Go for it. You already got some. I think ever since uh, Triple H has come into more of like a, more of a managerial creative role, I think they've been focusing a lot on 
in-ring action, which has been awesome for me um, because I love watching that stuff. But I mean, the promos are still there. It just depends on who's cutting them. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like in back back in the day, there was a lot less uh, censorship with a lot of that stuff. So it was easier for them to cut promos that caught the audience's Mm -hmm. attention. Um, But still now there's there's guys that are still killer on the mic i mean roman is fantastic just because he's got the, he's got the audience in his hand roman's gotten um, really good too like exactly. that's something he's clearly put a lot of work into mm-hmm. and, and then, uh, like know. seth you have seth rollins oh, yeah. who, again he, he's probably the most popular guy on either roster easily yeah. Yeah. um Cody Rhodes never cuts a bad promo absolutely and it's just i think what a lot of people notice is because there is so much young talent coming up now there's a lot of the young talent that doesn't have the promo work but there's still those those top guys like back in the day when you had rock and stone cold and all those guys it's it's always kind of been you have your promo guys and then you have your in-ring guys but yeah. that's what i got well, and you know back in back in that day like for us grayson because that was that was like my heyday was you know the attitude era of the late 90s like i remember started ordering pay-per-views in 97 is when i got really into it um to date myself a little bit there old since i'm old um but you know <laughs> that was an era where you had such a disproportionate amount of like legendary talent mm-hmm. you know you had in their prime rock austin undertaker foley um angle came in at that time mm-hmm. every single see, one like, of these guys is good to, on the mic to that point but like see like to that point you call it legendary talent but like you have guys like the rock that only did it for like five years five six years or whatever it was yeah. like that's what i find so interesting is like they captured magic in a bottle and i wonder when you talk about cole with when it's you know what you can or can't say and stuff you know it's like you see now like some of those magic moments that we saw as kids that people get to see now through social media, which is, you know, the slip up of, of, uh, you know, people saying they're going to fuck them. And then it's just like, it's like a a meme now, you know, it's like, Ooh, whoops. But it was like, it was raw, you know, like there's the bloopers, but then there's this gold that's extracted from it where you, you know, that's how you get the Ric flares. You can't hold these alligators down. You know right. what I mean? It's just this Ron filtered <laughs> magic. It's true. I think in my eye. Sorry. I think part of it too is like that the propensity to have the scripted promos, I think, took away from the quality of them too. Because you can't get sure. like to your point, Grayson, you can't get that if you're not letting it go uncut and unfiltered. If, if you're not just letting it flow naturally. And I told right. I told I said this on the show last week that the best characters are the ones, you know, with the volume who are there themselves, but with the volume turned up to 20. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's what <laughs> rock said he was. That's what Austin, you know, was trying to be. And so I think, yeah, you, you need that authenticity. Like you're getting that to, to really make the promo great. So I, I agree with you hundred percent. Right. Let's, uh, let's jump into this, uh, this very interesting backlash card that we have. Um, interesting is a, is a nice way yeah. to put it. Yeah. So um you said it right when you were when we were about to talk about Dominic. You said we have all this uh building up to backlash. Um yeah. my whole thing with backlash is there's only two matches on this card that I feel like have had the necessary build up. Because that's the thing for me with pay-per-views. Yeah. There's got to be a build up to them. And oh, when yeah. I looked at this card, it just it seems thrown together. Um it is. Yeah. 
but let's let's start with uh with one of the ones that I think has had a good amount of buildup, and that's uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Going straight uh, to the top, love it. Let's 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 start with this before we get into the matches too much. Yeah, Travis, who do you have taken this match? You know, I feel like writing wise because Cody Cody didn't finish his story you know right. with his whole promo thing at mania i think i think cody's gonna get like a monster they're gonna give him like a win over a big monster like lesnar you know brock's coming in and he's, he's his big badass self and you know nobody beats brock and he's he could ride the rest of his career off of ending the undertaker streak he's always right. going to be a guy that if you get a pin over brock you know it's 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 huge i think that's how cody's going to be written here to kind of get back into that main event title scene for the world heavyweight championship which you know, there's going to be a whole thing going on with that, which we'll we'll get to in a little bit. But I think I think this I think Cody gets a win over Brock to give him some momentum going right. forward. Right, Grayson, who you got in the Cody Rhodes and Brock? Yes, yeah. sir. I mean the big the big thing here is I mean it, it's got to be Brock for me. You know, I mean it has to be. I mean I understand the build up. I understand all those things. But it's Brock. It's Brock, and then because it's going to be, it's going to deliver a bigger card after, right? He's the big draw. Okay. I uh, I have Cody in this one, and the main reason I have Cody is because, I mean, the way I look at it, if Cody loses this match, mm-hmm. where does he go? Where does he go from there? Yeah. He's he lost the big match at Mania. He came back for all this. Keep that in mind. He came back had a beautiful feud with Seth Rollins that ended too early because of a, a pectoral injury yeah. had in, in an amazing buildup to that match with Roman at WrestleMania lost that match. If Cody comes into this pay-per-view and loses to Brock, I don't know where they go with him from there. Um, so yeah, just, it's, it's hard to write that character at that point. Exactly. It's, you're, you're making him meet a lot of losses and you're going to, people are going to stop caring at some point. Like when is it, when's he going to win? Right. Right. So that's, I, I expect a fantastic match just because these two are fantastic in the ring. Um, as long as Brock doesn't accidentally get punched when he's not supposed to, then he might go off the rails. But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I, I, I'm expecting a great match. You guys have you guys have anything else on that match? Well, I'm just wondering, you know, I haven't been as much up to date as we've said, but like what have they really done with I'm I'm thinking about the past. I mean, really what have yeah. they done with Cody Rose before? He's always been the setup guy. So Cody's whole story now. So Cody, you know, you said you were watching some, this was before the show, everyone who's listening, but um, Grayson was talking about watching a little AEW. We, you know, more WWE podcasts and Cole and I don't keep up on AEW as well, but Cody started AEW with the young bucks and a bunch of guys over there kind of wrote himself out of storylines. If he lost, he wasn't going to challenge for the uh, championship anymore. He lost, um, so he was, he was still an executive with the company, but kind of sat in the background. He eventually left AEW, came back to WWE last year. And uh, then as Cole was saying, he had a big match with Seth towards Peck, was out of action for a while, came back right before WrestleMania season. But Cody, Cody's been white hot since he's come back for, uh, to WWE. Uh, everyone was super stoked. It was, it's kind of like AEW and WWE are kind of getting into that. And they're not there yet. And they may never be. But the little Monday Night War thing, some guys are switching right. sides. And it's causing a big, like, oh, how cool. So Cody comes back. He wins the Rumble. And the whole thing is gearing up towards, will Cody finally take the belt off Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns has had him for, what is it? He's over a 1,000 days now, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Romans had the belts for forever and a day. They made a new belt just because no one's ever taken the current ones off of Roman. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was Cody's time to shine during WrestleMania, the main event. And he comes in and Solo Sokoa, part of the bloodline, Roman's little protection, uh, you know, for his, his, from his family there. Bitch. His little bitch. <laughs> he gives he gives him a thumb thumb right here and boom Cody's out and what a shitty finishing move to this stupid yeah. fucking Simone Spike baby come on nah Don't I can't get into Umaga it. like I... that come on Umanga Umaga baby my, my good friend William Regal would say <laughs> but um, love Umaga love most of the Samoans in general so Soliska flying character he just sits there and looks menacing he's gotten that <laughs> that gimmick over how cool right. but the the Samoan spike doesn't do it for me and especially in that scenario making cody lose that, that match with the yeah. Samoan spike after all that but so anyway grayson so cody loses that match and yeah it was just kind of like that like ruined wrestlemania for a lot of people it was like holy right. shit didn't see this going this way was hoping to kind of get this cool payoff this fucking sucks right and so now Cody immediately is not even feuding with Roman anymore. He came back the first night and was going to get um, someone to team with him to beat up Roman and uh, Solo. Brock Lesnar's his partner. Lesnar turns on him to bro after Mania, and now he's in this program with Lesnar. That's real quick and dirty way of getting you caught up on what Cody's doing. But Cody is primetime main event player. He's, yeah, he's he's the guy. Um, to put it to put it simply, he's he's probably. Other than Seth, and I'm not even sure Seth is considered one, he's probably the top baby face in the company right now. Yeah, I would say he's the top okay. baby face for sure. And so, and so, and, you know, and Brock's not holding a title. So, no. So, but that that's kind of my point, right? Is like everything I've ever seen since he started, Cody Rhodes has been this guy that they've built up, built up, built up. And then he's used as the jet fuel to launch somebody else. And so I look at this match and I see Brock Lesnar and I go, okay, how long has Roman been this guy? Why don't they use him to propel him? I mean, Cody, as you said, white hot Brock Lesnar lose. You guys said multiple times that it didn't go the way you thought it was going to go. Maybe they continue to shock you. I just wonder if that's what they're going for. Right. It's just kind of this, you know, this uh, electric surprise, the fans feel versus what, we've actually been used to which is we can kind of catch the gist of it and kind of understand where it's going you know like yeah they've had to rejuvenate a little no you make a good point i mean you you can never say never with wwe right, right. like it's anything can right, happen. Right. it's so a hundred percent yeah i mean we we could beat this match into the absolute <laughs> ground but yeah. we have a few more on the card so let's uh let's keep rolling because one of the other ones that I don't know how you feel about the buildup for this one, Cole. I feel like it's been all right, but Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Yeah, they've they've actually put a little bit of time into this one. So who you got? Um, so, oh, Grace think, is out of beer. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna take Bad Bunny in this one, and okay. the only reason I'm gonna do so is because it's in Puerto Rico. Hmm. Um. I think in any other situation, if this was anywhere in the States or really anywhere else, um, I think it would be silly to uh, to not put Priest over because uh, Damien's been kind of in this state of limbo where he's like, he's just one of the guys in, in, in the Judgment Day. I mean, Finn has had his own solo stuff. Dominic had yeah. the stuff with his dad. Rhea's, Rhea's the SmackDown champ right now. And Damien's just there. So I feel like 
if they want to do anything with priest as a character, they would put him over. I -hmm. don't think that's going to happen in, in Puerto Rico this weekend. Interesting. Mm. So question about your, your, your analyzing of, of bunny going over because it's in Puerto Rico. So did you have Sammy going over in Montreal? I did. Yeah. We were wrong on that one. We were both wrong on that one. Cause I did too. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I think they're going <laughs> well, to put Damian I, I Priest over. I have the kicker. I have the kicker, and that's because the Usos were on Jeopard or uh, Wheel, of are are <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Why are you watching Wheel of Fortune? I live with old people. <laughs> Where do the Usos come into this? Wheel, Wheel of Fortune what is on at seven o'clock sharp, buddy. <laughs> what and the Usos were anything? on Wheel of Fortune. And if you're on Wheel of Fortune, you're not winning Backlash. That's a fucking rule. We're not, Grayson, <laughs> Grayson, we're not even talking about the Usos, brother. We're not on the Usos. No, you, oh, sorry, 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 Dave. <laughs> I, 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 I move, I move my words. We're not editing no, this out. I was looking. Oh, I have a list. Man. I have a list over here, and I, I focused on the next thing I was going to talk about. Oh, you got a but list no. of. Look at you being all yeah, professional. So. <laughs> Okay. Off the rails. But the Damian Priest fight, the Damian Priest match. So he was on. Uh, was he Wheel on Jeopardy? Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Oh god. Okay. Seven o'clock sharp. And if you're on that, you're not winning shit. Okay. That's that's the rules. Hey. Beautiful. Beautiful okay. analysis. So thank that you. Is thank you. I... I understand there was a little uh, speed bump in the middle of that, but I hope my point got through. <laughs> that was some great A quality shit right there, buddy. So okay, so I'm I'm alone with priest in this uh in this example. That's cool. This one also we'll move on to the next match, but um I I'm not the, whenever they name the street fight after the city it's taking place in, it's, it's, it's so silly. so lame and cheesy, dude. Yeah, it's goofy. It's okay. goofy. Uh, next match I have on my list. Keep your ears open, Grayson. It's not the Usos. Um, I'm here. I'm ready for this one. <laughs> the next one we got is uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. I'm going to jump into mine because it's short and sweet. There is zero chance Rhea Ripley loses that belt. I'm going to jump into because I 100,000% agree. They such a huge match with Charlotte winning it at made of it. They they're not taking it off for any time soon, hopefully. Especially not backlash. No. Grayson, any input here? Or can we jump I mean, through? Was it yeah. well, was either I mean, one ju- the prices? I mean, jump through. Or... I mean, when do they, right? I mean, you, you always have the long standing. I mean, uh, this, this is a no brain. So, Grayson, this this is a very pro Ray Ripley podcast. How do you how do you feel about Ray Ripley? It's not true, Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to jump into the next match. <laughs> so, All right. Next hey, up. we're, we're, we're going to talk about the Usos now, Grayson. So we got, we do got the I'm Usos. In. Yeah. I'm we got, in. It's we a six man tag. Yeah. We got Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn versus the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Grayson, why don't you start us off this time? Who you got? Dude, so Jeopardy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> but no, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to kill myself. The, I mean, Kevin Owens is one of my dogs, dude. Kevin Owens, at first I was yeah. like, mm, but I, I, I love this match. I love everybody involved. I think it's going to be a really good one. Honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't know where they're going to go with this one. Um. Me personally, I just have to go off of 
what my heart and being a fan. <laughs> and I have to go with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle here on this one. Um, okay. Also, too, because uh, the Usos were as well on uh, Wheel of Fortune. So you don't win anything after that. <laughs> yeah, so, Wheel, so... <laughs> Wheel of Fortune's like the big downfall. You get on that. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. I don't know where I'm at. He's crying. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at because I saw Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on American Pickers the other morning. So I, I don't know where they're going to go with Ooh. that. But <laughs> um, I think... I think the majority is going to go with Matt Riddle, KO, and Sammy, just because Sammy and KO are are pretty fresh with the belts. Yeah. Um, that's who I'd like to see win, and I think will win. But I could also see them going with a weird angle of somehow Riddle being involved costs them the match. I mean, it's not for the titles, so I mean, this could just be a a toss away match to keep mm-hmm. the Usos somewhat hot. Um, but I have a I have Riddle, KO, and Sammy Zayn. You know, it'd be wild. Riddle turns on KO and Sami Zayn to get him in a program away from the Usos. I could see something like that happening yeah. because now they've been going back and forth feud. They eat another win. Like, where does that leave the Usos? These guys are like bloodthirsty, right? right. They've been dealing with Sami Zayn all these months. They're just going to be more pissed off. If I'm a rider, that doesn't make sense to me. Maybe I do right. something crazy like Riddle turns on KO or Sami Zayn, helps the Usos and Solo Sokoa, and they get their own thing going. Maybe Randy Orton makes a return, does some crazy shit. This is kind of a lackluster mm. card. RKO, come in out of nowhere. I would love that. I don't know. I'm gonna say there's gonna be some fraudulent shit happening. I'm 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 thinking of who I think is gonna win as I'm talking here. And I've now convinced myself that the Usos and Solo Sokoa, some shady shit's going down and they're gonna they're gonna get the dub. Since the I titles can... aren't on the line. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm going with. So all right, I like that. I nailed that one. We're gonna come back on the show next week. <laughs> and when I got that right, I just I, I want the viewers, the comments, I want everyone to praise me, please, because oh, that's gonna feel go. good. Okay, raw women's championship, Bianca Belair and Eo Sky. Yeah, I Zero uh, build. Yeah. I mean, that's my whole thing. I this is another short and sweet, just like the Rhea Ripley's Alina Vega match. Bianca retains. I don't I mean her and Bianca's been in some shit with damage control for God knows how long. And it's been stale and I mean, it's been overdone. I think Bianca retains here. And, uh, and for me, I'm just, it's, it's kind of just a filler match at that point. I mean, don't get me wrong. Watching Bianca is always fantastic because she's insane in the ring. She's awesome. Eo Sky is also great in the ring. Yep. But uh, I don't think there's a chance Bianca drops the belt in this one. Nope. My opinion is going to be about as uh, much as the buildup for this match has been Bianca wins. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. What you got? Standard. Going it's just standard. Yeah. Bianca wins standard. Move on yep. to the next. Yep. <laughs> the, All right. the, the next okay. I'm actually kind of stoked for. Uh, this is one of, the, one of the only matches on the card that I'm actually looking forward to. And that is a triple threat match for the United States Championship between Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed. So one of you guys start this one off. Bobby Lashley is a fucking goat. Bobby Lashley is a badass. I he don't badass. disagree with Grayson. I Listen, disagree that he's going to win. I, I don't care about script. I don't care about nothing. You look, look at that man. He should win every fucking belt. He should have them all. Even the women's one. It should just, just be around <laughs> his fucking neck. Just just a fucking oh, monster, dude. Just all There's the no reason that man couldn't fucking choke out a grizzly bear. There's <laughs> That guy's the fucking best. 
that's the kind of commentary that gets your guest spot I on the show. I loved Bobby perfect. Lashley since I was. That was great. God, Shit, dude, I win was everything. I put all my chips on black, aka Lashley. <laughs> I was legit going to start my opinion by saying. Bobby Lashley is legit, but I don't think he's going to win. Grayson changed my mind. I'm going with Bobby Lashley. If he's got that much commitment, if I walked into a casino with Grayson with that kind of energy and he went on that rant and just said, we're putting $1,000 each on black, I'd go to the ATM and get that money to put it down on that thing with Grayson. Grayson, you're going to be 100% right. I love the enthusiasm. Bobby Lashley wins. All right. You're so goddamn I'm, right. I'm going to come into this conversation with a little bit of logic. Um, so- <laughs> Out the window, bro. <laughs> I think I think Theory's been on such a big push and he's got so much heat as a heel. I don't I don't see them taking the belt off of him, but I, I will say this. If they do, I think it's going to Bronson Reed. I don't think it's going to Bobby. Mm. So Her Locker's coming back. That would be f- fantastic. I would love that. The Hurt Business. That's what we do. Hurt Business. Why is that Hurt Locker? Hurt Locker's a movie, but that's okay. Um <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> so so we're gonna move on to uh I'm not the- editing that out either. No, don't. Please don't. Um, <laughs> the match that, in my eyes, is the most controversial on the card because I'm I'm just upset that they even booked this to start with. Um, and that is Seth Rollins versus Omos. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if you guys listened to the last episode, you know my stance on Omos. Yeah. I am not a fan. I don't think he belongs on TV. He is he's clunky. He's boring. Yeah. He has no promo skill. And they're putting him in the ring with the best worker on the roster. And it's I mean, if anyone's going to make Omos look good, it's going to be Seth. But if anyone's going to make Seth look bad, it's, it's going to be Omos. Yeah. But all that being said, I got Seth taking this one. I couldn't agree more. Everything was spot on. This match doesn't make sense. Um, I'm not a fan of it occurring like i'll watch anything seth rollins does in the ring because the dude's a magician out there of course he has to win but why why put seth in this it, he doesn't need this this feud it's a waste of seth's talents omos is a waste of my time i i don't care to watch this match i don't care about omos i mean it's the, we said the same thing last week on the show yeah it's nothing's changed i yeah what you got grace well, i think an interesting factor on this is safety I've seen a lot of things in reports of just about his inability to actually wrestle, mm. you yeah. know? And so you, you, you take a high stakes match and yeah, and Omos and you take a, you know, a, a big pay-per-view, you're going to do some crazy stunts. I mean, Seth Rollins has to feel some kind of, you know, wariness about getting in the ring with this guy that a lot of people don't feel can actually do the job. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, Seth. Seth should be doing bigger stuff, you know. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. With and that being said, there's bigger stuff out there because you know Triple H. Did you see the new belt, Grayson? The new World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty lit. I like the new belt. So, um, this uh, this was a topic I want to get to too. But hopefully, Seth is involved in this. Um, Triple H did a press conference after SmackDown in Puerto Rico, I believe, or before. It was at some point recently, but uh, Triple H announced at a press conference that with the World Heavyweight Championship, what they're going to do is there's going to be a triple threat on Raw and one on SmackDown. And the winners of each of those triple threats are going to face each other for that belt. Who do we think's in those matches? Now that the rosters are going to be set, Backlash is tomorrow. Who's going to be in the match Mm -hmm. on Raw? Who's going to be in the match on SmackDown? We know the rosters. Who's, Who's gunning for that thing? Oh, this, 
I mean, the thing with all of these, like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what word I'm looking for, but the, these triple threat matches to determine who's going to be in what different matches um, mm. is I know they're going to throw filler people in, which bums me out. Yeah. Um, my hope is uh, the first or at least one of the raw matches. Um, Cody Rhodes is definitely going to be in one. That's, 100%. that's a given. Um, I could see them throwing Drew in one as well. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Um, a curveball that I want to throw in there, just be, and it's only a curveball because he already holds a belt. I'd love to see Gunther in one of those matches. Because Gunther's an absolute Ooh. animal. And uh, that's the first three I have. Let me think on the rest. Who do you guys got? So I'll start with, um, with Raw. Cody's obviously going to be in it. That's unquestioned. Um, I, I would like to see Gunther in it too. Like, I feel like that dude's, you know, that dude's destined to be the world heavyweight champ at some point. Right. I don't know if his time is now. I would love to see him in the match. I feel like Sami Zayn's going to get thrown in there. Maybe. Let's see. Maybe, maybe Seth with them. That's, you know, it's kind of my segue before, but you see Seth and Cody and Sammy, you know, Real right. toss up on who's gonna on who's gonna win that match, um, but I could see any of those three plus. You know, I think you're spot on with Gunther being being right there to get a shot. Maybe Gunther gets thrown into like eat the pin or something like that. You right. know, in the triple threat, right. who knows? Um, I think ultimately Cody's gonna gonna win the triple threat on Raw, right? Because um, there's two triple threats on Raw, correct? One on Raw, one on SmackDown, is I my think... understanding. I think it's two on Raw, one on SmackDown. Fact check me. Oh, and then there's going to be like a third triple threat for the belt? Maybe. Yeah, I could be completely okay. incorrect. We just got to right. we gotta find the, find the deal. Find it. We're a real professional uh, situation here. Too bad, too bad that we don't have like a, like just a screen sharing. Yeah, a producer. <laughs> yeah, we share their screen, watch them scroll through Reddit like an asshole. Grayson, while we're looking for that, do you got do you got three in mind on Raw that you think will be in uh, one of those triple threats? Well, I'm doing exactly what you guys are doing, and I'm looking, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm just wondering because uh, I'm also, as we talked about, catching oh. up. What about uh, my boy Braun Strowman? He's not doing a whole lot of anything, but uh, he's doing a lot I of tag him, work. I could see him getting thrown into something like this. Also, I did find the um, the deal. So it's two triple threat matches on each show. Oh yeah. So then, and then later on, the, in the winners, night, the yeah, winners the winners of those triple threats will face each other in the main event of Raw and the main event of SmackDown, and then the winners of the main events will face each, face other, each other at Night of Champions. Which so is that's what's going to be weird because I thought this was supposed to be a Raw exclusive belt. So why are they even giving a chance to one of these SmackDown guys? I don't know. Do you imagine the the Universal Championship, the the Undisputed Universal Championship? Oh. You imagine they put Roman in it? It's, it's just, LOL, Roman wins again. <laughs> Stacks another belt on. I'll throw I'll throw together my other triple threat for Raw real quick. Um, Shinsuke, Shinsuke is going to be mm. in one, and I can guarantee yeah. that Shinsuke is um, going to be in. Shinsuke, Seth is my other one because I didn't say Seth the first time. Yeah. Um, and then someone weird, someone like Gargano. I could see Ooh. Johnny, or this will be a, a favorite for Trav. Um, the Miz. Fuck yeah, dude! Throw the Miz. The Miz deserves to be in one of these. So, fill out your second triple threat, Trav. 
Oh, definitely the Miz. Now that you said that, Shinsuke is going to be in one because I didn't say that earlier. Um, man, maybe Brock gets thrown in one. Yeah, I could see that. It's just a matter of which one. It's a matter of which one, but yeah. you got six spots. You know why not? Right. You have any other any other guys on there, Grayson? No, honestly, you said my guys. I mean, I like the roads. I love that Shinsuke. I didn't think about that before. Um, I think the Brock's an interesting one. I don't know if it'll happen though. Right. Yeah, I don't know what they're what they're planning on doing with Brock. It's kind of uh, it's kind of up in the air. So it could, you know, that one's just kind of a wild card. Right. So I'll go. I'll go with my uh, with my first SmackDown triple threat, and this is strictly fanfare from me because it's three of my absolute favorites. Yeah. I'm gonna go Edge. Yeah. I'm gonna go L.A. Knight. Ooh, hell yeah! And I'm gonna go Montez Ford. He- oh, you mm, you took mine. Okay. <laughs> so I was definitely gonna say Montez Ford's gonna be in one. He's gonna get a shot. Edge, of course, is going to be one of the six God. spots. L.A. Knight better be. Yeah, Bobby Lashley will definitely be. Um, would not be surprised to see Roman in the match for some reason. Um, that wouldn't strike me as uh, as odd at all. My, what, my one or both thing, of the Usos? Yeah. Can I just interject on that Roman point real fast? Please. The only reason I I don't see them putting Roman in one of these is because if they do, he has to win. Because that's true. Yeah. He's been such a dominant force for so long. He's holding both those other belts. If he's in this, he has to win it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. What about Grayson Waller? Love Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller was fantastic in NXT. I could see them yep. just throwing him into something like that immediately. Yep. Absolutely. It was. So let's see here. So I like the Bobby Lashley. I know you said that, but I like Bobby because as my personal thing with him earlier i like the traps <laughs> for anyone listening not watching our show grayson's just flexing poorly <laughs> <laughs> all you creepers who actually watch us you can, you can see it but no I, I i love bobby lashley in here obviously like i'm a little bit out i mean i know um you'll have to educate me isn't aj styles still on the roster is he oh active? good one yeah aj styles actually Smackdown. just yeah he just returned too and so yeah. that would be someone i'd look at mm-hmm. um and then what about uh my homie here and i don't know much um so i don't know how active but i remember him apollo cruz yeah he's oh, yeah he's freshly been called up from nxt I um cuz i know yeah i know he did a stint on raw i believe um and it didn't go so hot i mean he's great yeah. in ring it's just a matter of getting his promo work up yeah he's got the character builds gotta has gotta be there and he's not he's not great on the mic but his in-ring work like well that's what i remember i and that's what i remember i just watched his in-ring work and so i, I was a big fan from just a few matches i watched of his. right right yeah. here's here's my second three because i did my first for smackdown here's my second i got solo sokoa Oh yeah. Okay. Solo will be in one. Um I like the AJ Styles pick. I would oh. I would throw him in one as well. And then I had one more here, and that is old trusty dusty gingy. We got Seamus. I think he's easily mm. in one of those as well. So yeah, I think I think I think we ran through about everybody you could put into those matches. <laughs> who do you right. think who do you think is gonna actually walk away with the dang belt? Cody. 
I think it's, Cody it's, too. It's Cody yeah. or Seth. I think. Yeah, I think it's. In I think it's eyes. Cody. I think they got to do Cody. Right. Well, all that being said, with all of this, all of this new belt talk, mm-hmm. who do we think? Who I shouldn't say. Who do we think? Who would you like to see challenge Roman for those belts next? God. LOL, feed me more. It's like, uh, you know, <laughs> dude, it's like Ryback shit. You know, it's 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 like a catch twenty two picking anyone because you kind of damned back. if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, bring back, don't bring back Ryback. Ryback's. Back. <laughs> have you seen what that piece of shit's doing on like social media and stuff lately? Nothing. No, about, hell nothing, no. Nothing worthwhile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, um, I got mine. If you want me to go first, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And this is. Strictly because he's one of my favorites. I think, uh, I don't think, I hope we get a comeback storyline where Randy comes back and challenges for the belts. I know he's, I know he's held them a hundred times and I know he's, he'll likely be on raw when he does come back, but I'm just such a, I'm such a Randy Orton fanboy. I would, uh, there's nothing I'd be happier to see. Yeah. And I mean, he would be someone where you'd be okay. Him eating a pin in order to yeah. uh in order to you know he gets the fanfare coming back even though he Absolutely. takes the pin you know it's it might be a good worker like a drew or sheamus yeah you know challenging him next i th- I think i'd probably like to see orton because i don't think he takes a hit so much from taking the l from roman right and so that's yeah that's probably where i'd lean to that's that's good it's on original me to copy to to you know ride on the coattails of your pick here but i'm gonna go with uh with randy as well randy's one of the goats baby what yeah, you got grayson well, i think if we're gonna pick randy to come in and steal the show we might as well add batista in there to be off of the <laughs> guardians of the galaxy money and batista bomb his way to fame evolution's uh, <laughs> coming back i got chris I don't pratt know. <laughs> yeah. i don't know i mean <laughs> you know i i mean if we, if we love those guys i think you know, I don't know if I, if I'm running the promotion, I want to create the biggest splash. Granted, you have little time to do it, but you create the promo for it. AJ Styles coming in quick, back, mm-hmm. big. I, I think that creates a big kind of thing. I mean, I I don't know yeah. if it'll ever happen, but it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, AJ it's, could definitely do it. It's just so hard to think who because he's ran through the roster so many damn times. It's yeah. just right. It's that's hard to envision. That's why I'm saying like. It's, yeah, it's whoever you pick is going to eat the L. I mean, you know? one one long. I mean, he didn't technically get called up, um, and I don't even really know what's going on with him. But someone like Braun Breaker could be one of those guys mm, that comes up from NXT and makes a run at it. But it's just, I don't think, it, and that it goes back to the main event of WrestleMania. I don't think there's anyone that would get the fans as involved than Cody to have to have taken the belts. You know, yeah, but, yeah. Would you kind of see it as like a, I don't know, like 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 you didn't get what you wanted with Cody beating Roman for the belts, right. so you're kind of getting this this mea culpa, if you will, of like, all right, well, we didn't give you what you wanted, but we gave you this, right? You happy now, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I use the analogy of like, you know, it's the entity that breaks your legs and then offers you crutches and said, yeah. "Aren't you glad we're here?" You know, that's right. kind of what that's kind of what giving Cody creating a new belt and then giving it to Cody is. It's kind of like this. Well, you know, yeah. ego little buddy. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like it loses some of the luster of the fanfare. Um, but, you know, Cody still gets a belt, a right. championship belt. You know, I don't know. I don't think there's any way he doesn't win it, but it's 
Yeah. I mean, with Roman, I just shit. He'll probably just hold him till he decides he's done wrestling. And then he'll just, he'll just give him back. He's like, okay, someone else can have these now. True. I do like <laughs> all the memes that are like, you know, this belt, like WrestleMania 40, Roman has the universal undisputed championship and then he gets the world heavyweight championship. Right. So a new belt's created. So at WrestleMania 41, he gets another belt and right. 42 and another and right. another. And every year they just create a new belt to feed to Roman. Cause that's, I mean, I'm a, yeah, I'm being, I'm being, I'm over exaggerating a bit, but that's almost where it seems like the writing is going. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where they go with this Roman storyline at this point. I mean, I think they might be, cause there's been a lot of stuff on Reddit, a lot of stuff on Twitter about mm-hmm. them just milking this until next mania. And then the rock comes back and takes him off of him, which would know? be crap. I love the rock. I, I do too, but it's just. Yeah, it's Rock can't come back and end Roman's streak. Like someone else has to take the no. belt from him, and then Rock could have a one-on-one with him or something like that. It can't be a part-timer. It's got to be someone that's there. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Like I didn't like I didn't like Rock taking the belt um, off of CM Punk back in 2013. Mm. I like, you know, it was fine. I highly disagree. That's fu- that's fine. That's what we're here for. But <laughs> you know. Him holding, he stayed long enough, I guess, where you know it did it did its due diligence for the story with him and Cena at the time. But I just, I don't know. At the time, I like I'm a big CM Punk fan too, so I just I don't like the part timers coming in. Well, at least I I don't have my promos written on my wrist. Oh oh God, yeah, I love that. (laughs) Pissed Rock off so much, dude. Grayson, it sounds like you had some input here. Yeah, you highly disagree. Yeah, I highly disagree with that. I think that was the perfect moment in time for The Rock to do what he's supposed to do. I mean, that that was, to me, I thought that was built perfectly. I thought that was the perfect ending to it all. I thought that's exactly what you want to see. I mean, I thought they handled the before and after even better than that. I mean, I thought that was perfect execution. Just because it's CM Punk, it didn't really matter to me. I think they handled that perfectly. That storyline was executed just right. Yeah. I mean, look, looking at it from a business perspective, I mean, absolutely. It was done right. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Punk speaking, was... I'm speaking from a fan's perspective. Yeah. From speaking from business, Grayson. Yeah. You guys are both hundred percent. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was good for business. It was written well and rock and punk on the mics. Dude sells itself. So, right. I mean, the only way you could have made more money off of that is a fucking fatal four way with stone cold rock John <laughs> Cena and fucking Hulk Hogan. You know, <laughs> you're going to beat the, the payday on that, but That's we've, true. we've been beating this horse for a little while. Should we jump into our, uh, should we jump into our W's and L's of the week, Travo? What do you think? Ooh, I think so. Yeah, it's time. It's time. You want to start? I got I a can. good W. I, I got a good W. Me too. <laughs> Dude, all right. All right. Uh, you know what? You you segue to sin, so why don't you start with yours? <laughs> My W of the week goes to uh, one of our absolute favorites, um, Pat McAfee. Yes, sir. My W goes to Pat welcoming his uh, oh, his baby girl into the world. His first I saw up. this. Yeah, Pat, if you ever listen to the show, congrats, man. And yes, have absolutely. us on the show. <laughs> It'll be a while, but hopefully one day. <laughs> he'll go back and listen to episode two of In the Chief Seats, and he'll, he'll hear this. Right. Much mana, us. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Travis, what you got for your W? Uh, so it kind of piggybacks off of what I was talking about earlier. Um, is a uh, Bad Bunny. Yeah. W to Bad Bunny. 
getting good reactions. I mean, they're in Puerto Rico, so I know it's building up a little bit. Right. But, you know, for him putting in the work, dude, I, I think that's just like the coolest thing because, you know, right. we we obviously love the product. That's why we're doing a podcast about it. But, yeah. you know, if we had the money and the fame and all that and we could come in and do a run in in a program with Damien Priest, so, you know, we'd do it and you'd put the effort in and you'd give it your all and all that. And yeah. Bad Bunny just kind of seems like a down to earth guy who's, you know, Absolutely. he's doing exactly that. And I think it's cool. I think he should be commended for uh, for that because he could be doing anything else. And right. uh, he's, yeah, he's he's not. He's there and he's he's being a badass dude. So W definitely goes to Bad Bunny. My L, my L, though. Jump into it. Actually, no, go 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 off. You know, all, you know, I was, all I was going to say is Bad Bunny putting in this amount of work for a match against not a, not a main eventer. You know, I mean, you see like Logan Paul came in, immediately ran programs with the Mysterios and the Miz, uh, right. Seth Rollins. Um, Seth Rollins was after he f- went against Roman at a main event for the belts, you know? Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure Logan would have worked just fine with a mid-carder or, or any, really anyone, but I mean, for Bad Bunny to put in this effort against someone that's not yep. as high status as those guys that people like Lo- Logan have gone against, um, Grayson, do you have any, do you just, I know we didn't really fill you in on our, on W's and L's all that much, but can you, can you think of one off the top of your head where you have a W? Yeah, yeah, I have a big W and it's actually me. (laughs) Uh, I came three times this week and that's a big win for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to, I just want to congratulate myself on the hard work and effort. And um, it's very atypical. We, we over indexed this week. (laughs) <laughs> fantastic fantastic travis go on, to, go on to your l and we're not giving grayson a chance at an l <laughs> i don't know that was that was original <laughs> right, we might need to follow up on that after the show uh, <laughs> so all right though my l is the only thing more cringy than grayson's w and it's cody rhodes new action figure Oh, I haven't seen it. Have you guys seen oh, this? I'm Dude, going to look right now. Hold on. Yeah, I'm trying to find a link I can share with you guys in chat for this. Because I saw it and it's just so bad. Yeah, send us a send us something. Yeah, I'm yeah, curious I'll, now. I'll, I'll find it, yeah. But it's it's just uh it's just like it's action figure of him being like like mouth agape, just it's wild. <laughs> I see an AEW one like that, but oh yeah, there it is. He looks like uh Did you find oh it? my god, dude. He looks Surely. like um, he Oh no. He looks like the bad guy from that Rocky movie. <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> like Yvon he's Drago. Drago, yeah, dude. He's Drago. Oh Jesus, that's horrendous! It's so bad. I don't know who gives like the final say on that. If yous can change, and I can change, <laughs> we all can change. <laughs> oh poor Cody! Oh no, it's so bad, dude. It's so bad. We'll uh, we might have to put a link to that in uh, the post the description. Yeah, absolutely. For the description, cool. so people cool. can see. It's it's bad, everybody. It's it's real bad. Uh, well, my L isn't quite as as funny, um, but I've talked about it on two straight episodes, and it is the absolute. Uh, there's no buildup to to Rollins and Omos. Mm. 
not only yeah. is there no buildup, it's it's just a lame match in general. Um, yeah. I mean, they had a perfect chance on Raw, um, but instead they ran a program where Seth went one-on-one with Solo Sokoa when he had a main event match against Omos at a pay-per-view the same week. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, my L goes to, to old Triple H and the creative team on this one. Drop the ball. Mm. Drop the ball. Which sidebar on that? Mm-hmm. Sidebar. How much how much do you think is impacted now that they've been bought in with the UFC and stuff? Like how much do you think that's that's gonna impact going forward? So I actually I listened to uh Dana White on oh, it was on somebody's podcast. I think it might have been Pat, either Pat or Logan Paul's podcast. And they were basically asking, like, well, now that now that you guys are integrated under the same thing, which is Endeavor, is the is the company that that's that's uh, owns both of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, Dana White's, they asked him if uh, we were going to see more UFC folks in WWE, just making like short runs, short stints. And he's like, No, you're not going to. I mean, if they want to, they'll come to me and ask, but I'm not going to go out of my way to to be sending my guys over there. So don't don't expect any more than usual. Um, I think I think business is going to run basically exactly the same under yeah under so India. so is triple h and all them still getting all the creative rights i mean what what input or influence are they having i mean obviously i'd imagine there's got to be something so yeah. my understanding is vince is back in the fold a little bit yeah. which uh is not to skate the charges well he's he he kind of like roost himself back in as mm-hmm. as the head honcho there the executive of the board um to get this deal done now they have he doesn't have controlling interest anymore. He's like forty nine percent or something like that. And Triple right. H is still head of creative content. Mm-hmm. However, Triple H isn't you know the acting CEO or whatever he was when Vince stepped down. Right. And so uh, Vince, it, it has been reported on some of the dirt sheets that uh, that I like to keep up on that Vince Vince has at times not every episode of of Raw and SmackDown, but there's been a few Raws um, and a few shows here and there where Vince has come in and made big creative changes. Um, and that's it. doing so is kind of why people want Vince to stand down. Yeah, yeah. Go, go right off into the sunset. You know, you you made this pretty big for us 25 years ago. It's you know your time is done. Triple H, he's he's got the vision now. Right. Um, so that's that's been the big change that's happened from what I can see or what you'll see right. as a fan. I think, but I don't right. think anything else is going to really be. Well, and so to piggy, piggyback off of that. You know, I, I look at that and I, I kind of pair that with like what you said about Vince making creative changes. And I pair that with a couple interviews I've seen some of like uh, Stone Cold and uh, Undertaker do and talking about that there's no solid teaching and coaching for the young guys mm-hmm. and how they're trying to basically put some of that old magic in with because you know like the main argument that they have is like you had all these guys everybody retired at the same time so these guys had to learn it on their own and so i think there's a bit of that too where i wonder if vince who's been there through all of it when he gets criticized for making those changes it's because he saw how it was it was done but nobody else is able to be like well no we don't do it like that we're not going to do that and so now with these older guys trying to get back into the game and show these guys how to do it. Do you think that's going to have some kind of impact? Do you think? Well, I mean, they've, they've, they've focused a lot on, 
on training young talent now. I mean, ever since NXT has been around, because at first yeah. NXT, sure. it, was, it was ran by Triple H and uh, HBK. And I mean, yep. you saw you saw great talent coming up out of NXT. You got Kevin oh, yeah. Owens, Shinsuke, yep. uh, Sami Zayn. I mean, there's absolutely, and I mean, yeah. not to mention the ones on the on the women's roster. Um, but I mean, all that being said, I don't I don't see any. I don't really see any problems in training any of this young talent, at least with as long as NXT is around because Sean's in, Sean Michaels is in charge of it now. So, I mean, they're in great hands in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Sean is probably the, the best. Right. With Sean so. in there, that's good. Yeah. It, it, it should be, it should be good. But I mean, speaking of good talent, we got a ranking list. We got to get to too. Yes we, do. yes, we do. Last week we did our favorite male superstars. Favorite. Keep that in mind. Not best. Not the best, not our opinion of the best in ring, not any of the, just no. the people we enjoyed watching the most personal favorites. And so this week we're going to do the same thing with our top five female superstars. Cause it'd only be fair to give them their due diligence as well. Absolutely. And uh, so I had a cool, I had a hard time putting together my top five, man. Yeah. Mine was a little tough too. Cause I, I wanted to, I wanted to pay homage to some of the, some of the older talent as well. But at the same time, I mean, really the quality stepped up after the evolution you know yeah let's call a spade a spade you know nothing nothing against those women who you know were around when i was watching as a kid but the product and their role was definitely not necessarily to wrestle yeah it was completely different and they did their job to the best of their ability obviously right but they were brought in to do something entirely different than what the girls are brought in to do now Mm -hmm. and uh so you know it's it's i can respect what they did it's very different and if hey you know, if if a lot of them were on your list, because that was more entertaining, yeah, more power to you. That's again, can't reiterate this enough. This is our favorites, right? Not if a was, not an opinion of who's the best. If if I was 15 years old, my list would be completely different. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. But do you want to start off with your number five trap? I do, and this one might throw you for a bit of a loop. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's on your list or higher on your list, but my number five is Rhea Ripley. Okay, she is on my list. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you start off with Rhea. I feel like I feel like she's earned this by at least for me. You know, I can't think of I mean, I could think of four others whose time <laughs> I enjoyed more, but I can't think of anyone else who's like going without as much like time having been done it. You know, Rhea's like fairly recently really gotten the, her ball rolling. Yeah. As far as her story goes. And she's done a phenomenal job with what little time she's taken to do that. Right, right. So I'll uh, I'll jump into my five and my four then. Okay. Um, so my number five is Bianca Belair. Nice. Bianca has been, I mean, let's just say it, she's phenomenal in the ring. She, yeah, like she's I so said, in, like I said in the last episode, she's probably top three most athletic in the entire locker room, not just the women's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, she's had this this title reign. It's been fantastic. I would just, I'd like to see a little more promo work from her. Um, she's not, she's not like top tier on the mic, but her in-ring stuff makes up for that. Um, jumping into my number four is Rhea Ripley. So nice. (laughs) Um, nice. We were close. She's, she's just such a dominating force and her mic skills are incredible. And she plays the heel so well. She's played the heel so well that everyone loves her, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. That's, that's what always makes like the best heel. The ones who are Mm -hmm. such such cool heels you want to share i mean that's how the rock got so over 
you know right. he, he went from die rocky die to everybody loving the shit out of him and ray is like on that you know maybe the rock was uber popular but ray is on that kind of trajectory where she's yeah. getting cheers because she's so cool but yeah, yeah like I said, she's on the mic she could she could skyrocket to be my number one if we redid this list in a year right and she i i mean i'm getting ready to buy a mommy t-shirt that's all i'm saying hell um, yeah dude grayson you got you got a number five do you have a list or should we come back to you for a number one? No. Oh, dude, number five. <laughs> I have actually, it's this is how much I've been casually dipping in, but I actually agree with you guys a lot. Leah Ripley for me. You say Leah. Um, she, Rhea, sorry. I was looking at <laughs> something else. Rhea Lip, Ripley. She's a stud. She's a boss bitch. I'm pretty sure she could cradle me, and that's what I'm looking for. I'd let her cradle and, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think she'd shame me appropriately too if I was naughty, and so I'm big into that. That's her whole storyline right now. It's true. It's true. Yeah. See, <laughs> she would take care of you. She. Well, maybe not. Not appropriately. All but... right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a number four because I got to get to my number four. My number four for me, Liv Morgan. Ooh, right that's on. a good I like one. That pick. I, yeah, like I, didn't, that pick. I didn't put Liv online, but I like I'm that. I'm loving a little Morgan. I love her in 21 with the feud. I love her coming with Becky Lynch. I like the storyline they've been doing with her. Look at you go. Look at us. I'll get it. I'll get into my number four, and then I'll give you guys my number three um, <laughs> to get us rolling on number threes. My number four is way off from your guys's, but uh, I had to go back to my old school roots because we're you know we're gonna copyright the word old on this podcast at some point. But <laughs> I had to throw Stacy Keebler on there because there'll oh, always yeah. be a soft spot in my heart for Stacy. But she's not higher. I, you know, I I kept thinking about it, and I. I would have, and I enjoyed what she did, but she wasn't on screen all that much. She's doing a lot of right. managerial stuff, and she was great at getting heels over, like yeah. being the Duchess of Dudleyville mm-hmm. back with the. That was super badass, right? Um, and like some of the skits and stuff she did backstage, super entertaining, and right. she's obviously gorgeous. But uh, I think my my top three, I just enjoyed what they did overall more on the mic and the ring. Everything was just, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't put Stacey any higher with how good my top three are. So, with that said. My number three is Sasha Banks. Okay. I like that pick. You going to elaborate on it or you want me to jump right into my... Do I need to? Like, Sasha's no, a badass, not. dude. Absolutely I'm so not. bummed she's not with the WWE right now. Right. It's so sad. I hope she eventually comes back. But, like, her run in NXT and her match with Bailey at NXT Brooklyn a few years back. So good. Dude, if not the, at least one of the best women's matches of all time. 100%. Um, Grayson, give us your uh, your did he give us his just his five he, and his four, right? He gives uh, he has four, four is Liv Morgan. Okay, so give us your three and then I'll jump into three and two. Three for me, if we're going all time, it's Lita. It's a Ooh, great pick. All right, that's a good pick. Yep, Lita was the baddest of the baddest. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to say much more than that, to be honest. If you know Lita, you know, and I don't need to say more. She's the number three. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my number three, um, it almost kind of ties into my list from last week, um, is the Glamazon Beth Phoenix. Nice. Um, yeah, absolutely love the Glamazon. And of course, she's married to, I think he was number three on my list last week. Matter of fact, I have it right here. 
Um, he was. He was my Edge was my number three last week. Um, all, all the creepers watching, who uh, you know, you know, Cole calls me old. He has a pen and pad of paper that he writes his list down on. <laughs> but, it's essential for memory retention. Yeah, I mean, it's Beth, a word document. In Beth's heyday, she was absolutely dominant. I mean, she oh, was one stud. of the. She was other than China. She was one of the first ones to show up in the men's rumble. Um, she had that stint where she ran around with my number five from last week, Santino Morella, where she had that that, that little comedy stint. Um, but yeah, my three is uh Beth Phoenix, and my number two is Sasha Banks, also known as also known as Mercedes Monet. That's yeah, um, that's her real name, right? I believe so. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but basically everything Travis said, I second. I mean, she was so good in the ring and her heel so run good. was incredible. She, everybody hated her yeah. and she played it so perfectly. Plus she came in with her cousin who is a fucking Snoop Dogg. That's right. So yep. um, Travis, I'll let you jump into your number one. I got to give my number two. I saw it on my two. Oh, you didn't give your two. Yeah, you're right. Go, give your number two and then and then we'll all go through our number ones. After. My number two is... I had a real hard time not putting her number one, mm-hmm. but Trish Stratus is my number two. Ooh. And I love that she's active right now. Cause I think she's killing it. Yeah. And Trish as a heel is goaded forever. Yeah. Love Trish as a heel. Like I was, I was whenever she has like a good heel turn or anything, I think back to uh, WrestleMania 20 mm-hmm. when she you know did the whole angle with Jericho and Christian. And then she turns on Jericho and she's just making out with Christian up on the stage. One <laughs> Trish is a smoke show when she's a heel. Mm-hmm. Don't know why, but it's way better. But uh, <laughs> Trish, like she's also being mean to bad you. girls. I guess so. Um, Trish Twice is a very uh, Rhea Ripley positive sub uh, pod here, <laughs> but uh, Trish, she's so good in the ring. Like you didn't expect it when she first came up and she was just running around with uh, Testa Albert doing her thing. You know, she was just yeah. there for looks then out of nowhere, she like wins the women's title and she's yeah. actually badass in the ring. Like her and Victoria have a sweet ass, um, hardcore title match mm-hmm. in, uh, at survivor series. Oh, two. And Trish just kills it. She's good on the mic. You care about her character. Like she, everything she touches turns to gold in WWE. That's why she's a hall of famer. That's why she, you know, could easily be number one on my list, but, She's not for now. Uh, we need a. Do we need a number two? We need a Grayson. number two from Grayson because his number three is. Uh... You do need a number two, and it's coming in hot. And for me, that's China. Right, oh, China. She's ass. a badass motherfucker. She's the only one that made a man get a pool in the shape of her ass. I mean, she <laughs> is that is true? I didn't know this. Stud. That's true. And when Triple H and her were married, um in their house so he got a pool in the shape of her ass love that interesting it's amazing i mean what what what, i mean exactly and here's the thing i mean if there's anybody anyone close i mean she's xena warrior princess you know what i mean oh yeah yeah. oh yeah absolutely that's why she never competed for the women's belt because it was just so unbelievable that anyone i mean I mean, you look back at her promos, you look back at her monologues in ring. I mean, everything. I mean, it was just powerful. She was so good. She was amazing. I she think was with- just, to me, to me, I mean, I wish we could have seen like her in like a Beth Phoenix match. I mean, that would have been epic. That, right. that would have been really good. I think with you saying China's your number two, I'm pretty sure who I know who each of you have at number one now. Oh, do, should I go first then? If you know mine? Yeah, I wish I could like write it into chat that people right. could see. But, uh, uh, 
I mean, if you know me well, you know who my number one is. And, oh, yeah, because uh, it's the same number one I have, I think. My number one is Becky Lynch. The man. Um, the mm. man, Becky Lynch. Um, she's just, she does it all. She in, in every facet, she's perfect on the mic. She's mm-hmm. fantastic in ring. Yep. She's a badass mom. Uh, she does it all, dude. And yep. I mean, I don't really have much else to say. She's Becky fucking Lynch. So yeah, go for it, Grayson. I think I know who your number sure. one is. I, I don't think you do. I because do. Because I'm going all time here. And there is only one person who is as dedicated to the game as this woman here. Body work unmatched. She is the woman that at 77 went and got slammed through a table by the Dudley boys. Her name is May Young. Okay. She is the best female wrestler of all time, in my opinion. Oh, She's dedicated. She's a stud. And, 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 and no one can change my mind. She's also an awesome mom. She gave uh, birth to a hand that she mothered yeah. with uh, Mark Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so, bravo. Bravo. You're right. You threw me for a curve on that one. I really thought you were going to say Trish was your number 100%. one. 100%. Yeah, Trish uh, for the mud wrestling in the in the early two thousands and the late nineties, <laughs> she definitely deserves honorable mention. But she didn't get slammed through the table at seventy seven. I mean, she, you know, <laughs> he, he didn't put in the work. You put a lot of stock into those tables, and and I appreciate that. <laughs> My number one is Becky Lynch as well because she for all the reasons cole said she's so good on the mic you give a shit about every story she's in she's just so good and entertaining and i mean there hasn't there hasn't been a a female on the roster like becky and there won't be for probably a long time becky's she's pure gold i love her to death she's so freaking awesome yeah so i think i think with becky i mean there's no better note you can end a pot on than Becky Lynch, is there? Becky Lynch, yeah, the man. So, um, Grayson, thanks for joining us for this episode. Where can they find you? I appreciate it. They can find me in Spokane, Washington. <laughs> I... <laughs> I meant your socials, you fucking dude. Yeah, I thought you were going to drop your, your IG. No, I will. I'm just being a clown. Grayson072 on Instagram. Don't check my Facebook, please, God. And then, uh, yeah, just hit me up on there. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll put all of our socials in the description. Uh, You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're already listening where you listen. Um, You can also find us on YouTube. um, And we're going to attempt to stream. um, We're not going to stream Backlash itself, but we're going to stream us uh, watching Backlash tomorrow. Um, Travis, you got any parting words for everybody? Uh, not really. I feel like we said all we could say and you handled it pretty well there, but yeah, you know, thanks for listening wherever you're listening guys. And yeah, uh, if you're catching this early, make sure you uh, catch Cole and I tomorrow. We're going to have some fun watching, uh, watching backlash. Absolutely. Don't forget to like and rate the podcast on Apple. And then I don't even know what you do on Spotify, but whatever it is, just do it. Um, other than that, we appreciate y'all. See you soon.